Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 305 of Weekly Poker Hand. And today, we're gonna to be going through a hand that illustrates a very important concept that a lot of players mess up. I get emails all the time from people telling me I play in games where my opponents will call down with all sorts of garbage and chase me with gut shots, and sometimes I get there and I get angry. But realize, you want your opponents playing close to any two cards in a very bad manner. That is how you win money. You make money when people mess up, you lose money, or break even, when they play perfectly. So here we have a game from Poker Night Live. This is a, um, a celebrity game that is played, put on by Poker Night in America. Make sure you check out their YouTube channel if you have not already. They have lots of great content. It folds around to the game's host, Favorito here, who opens it up with a king-queen on the button, and he's playing against a bunch of NHL enforcers. So... They are not professional poker players. That's very important to note. These players are not going to play well, just like I would not play well if you put me out on the ice hockey rink, right? So in this scenario, Favorito raises king-queen, which is perfectly fine. We're playing $2, $5. He makes it 15 Then Natris in the small blind elects to call with ace-eight offsuit. And I would generally suggest you re-raise this hand or fold it, but like calling's not so bad. It's, it's kind of bad, but it's not so bad, uh, mainly because... We're not actually playing 2-5, we're playing 5-5, five, five, and so it's only $10 more. And in games featuring generally recreational poker players, there isn't as much re-raising before the flop. Because right here, if you call with Ace-8, you're just always folding up the big blind 3-bets, at least you should. And if that's the case, then um, you should probably just get out of the way immediately. That said, he decides to call. I would have always re-raise here. Then 10-6 uh, offsuit in the big blind elects to fold. So we see a heads-up flop. King, queen on the button against ace, eight, and the small blind. Flop comes. King, queen, jack. Giving Natris in the small blind a gut shot straight draw with an ace. And Favrito, top two pair. So, Natris checks. And now, Favrito with his top two pair should very clearly value bet. Now, obviously, king, queen should be value betting here. But a better question is, what would you do if you had king, three? Would he value bet the king three? And I think the answer is definitely yes. This is a situation where the very strong better hands will raise you basically every time, allowing you to fold. And if your opponent does happen to have a hand like king nine or king eight, well, that's just a little bit unlucky. But realize they could also have a whole lot of queens and jacks that will very easily call a bet. This is a spot where a lot of people, they'll bet the flop, but they will not keep betting the turn and they will not keep betting the river. But if you did have king three on king, queen, jack, against someone who's probably a little bit too loose, a little bit too splashy, that's exactly the time you want to be value betting. This time, though, we have top two pair, so we definitely want to be value betting that very clearly. Pot's 35 bucks. I bet something like 25 here. This is a flop that should connect. Well, if the opponent has anything at all, it's going to be a pair or like a decent draw. Either way, you don't mind getting money in the pot. Looks like Favorito bets 15, though. I'm not a big fan of 15 into the $35 pot because now you're just giving your opponent good odds to call with all sorts of draws slash pairs. Usually the pairs will have a, a draw. Not always. Here, though, we do see Natris now call with ace high. This is where people start sending me the emails whenever it runs off with a 10. Like, oh, I can't believe I can't, I can't believe these guys chase me down with a gut shot. I can't beat them. But realize that's one hand. And also realize right here, that Natris with his ace-eight is going to win 17% of the time. 17% of the time here, you're going to lose, and that is okay. But if you know your opponents are going to be calling you way too wide, what adjustment should you make? Take a second, think about it. I'm going to sit in my water here while you all think about what we should be doing if your opponents are going to call too wide. 
Well, you need to be value betting more often, which is exactly what I'm saying. So on the flop, I would be value betting with any queen or any king. I'd be checking with a jack, and um, that's what I would do. So I'm not going to be doing a whole lot of bluffing against players like this. We're just going to get full value out of our good hands. Turns to three. Favrito very quickly reaches for chips and pops them in there. Pots 65 bucks, and now he starts to bet relatively big. And I do like a relatively big bet on king, queen, jack, three. A backdoor flush draw is available, which is you know relevant enough. Um, so now you have to assume when your opponent check calls the flop that he's going to have a whole lot of hands like a king or a queen or a jack. And those hands, you know, some of them will call a $45 bet into the, what was it, $60 pot. I think that's, I think that's a nice bet. And now Natras has a super easy fold. He has literal nothing. He also has picked up his cards very high. Make sure you know how to look at your cards so your opponents can't see your cards. It's very hard to win if your opponents can see your cards. Natras decides to call the ace high, though. I don't know why. He must think that ace high is way better than it is. He does not properly understand hand values, right? Because he's not a professional poker player. Rivers of four, he checks. Favorito, again, quickly blasts out some chips. Uh, pot's 155, he bets 55, seemingly random number. Um, if I am going to be betting in this spot, I would definitely bet bigger because, again, we're trying to get called here by, like, King X or a hand like a decent queen, and I think you can probably go a little bit bigger. Um, that said, here, Natris is very quickly lining up a call with literal nothing. So, what just happened here? Essentially, when your opponents are going to call you with almost nothing, pre-flop, on the flop, on the turn, and on the river, you get to value bet very wide. What a lot of people do very wrong, though, is say they did have a hand like king-5 on this king-queen-jack-4-3 board. They would just check back king-5 on the river, and that is a big mistake. When your opponents are going to stick around way too wide, you want to be just betting with your best hands. And top pair is definitely one of your best hands. And the great thing about playing against players who do play this kind of loose passive strategy where they just call a ton is that they very often have the nuts when they raise, which allows you to easily fold. So you get very clear, very accurate information against these players. And if they call your flop bet, you can kind of assume you have the best hand. I'm trying to think what the worst hand is I'd bet the flop turn and river with is. It'd probably be um, ace-queen. I'd bet the flop in the turn with like queen, queen X, I think, pretty clearly. The, the problem is when you have a queen, it's more likely your opponent has a king, right? And obviously we can't bet value bet a jack because your opponent could easily have a king or a queen. So I think I'm value betting ace, queen on the flop, the turn in the river using medium bet sizes. And I'm going to be going a little bit bigger when I happen to have effective nut hands. But this is a good example of a spot where a lot of people will check behind and lose out on value. And right here, Favorito got... $55 value on the river. I think, you know, maybe he could have even gotten more given how quick he got snap called. And, um, you know, Natris obviously shouldn't have even been in the pot to begin with. And he obviously should not be calling the river with nothing. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave a comment, click like, click subscribe. We're going to go back to hands featuring um, very strong poker players in the very near future. Next episode, we're going to be featuring professional boxers. We'll find uh, another very, very clear mistake that people make that you want to make sure you're not making. Then after that, I think we're going to get back to analyzing hands featuring strong poker players because I know we haven't been doing that for quite a while, and I've been getting requests for that. I want to give you all what you want, so help me know what to make you. Let me know in the comment section below. Good luck in your games. Have fun, and I'll talk to you next time.